If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to the show. My name is Charlton with Big C. This is Charlton and Big C Sports coming to you worldwide on the Big C Sports Network, on the number one network in the United States of America. And Big C Sports has been voted the number one sports show in the universe, according to Big C and them good old boys down south. I want to say bienvenidos to all of our listeners in Latin America, also across the pond in London, England, as well as Paris, France, of course. You good old boys in Africa, you know we love the Big C tribe. We love them in Canada, but Big C, there's no one we love more than you good old boys down south in the land of the free and the home of the brave on a beautiful June the 5th, 2018. Big C, how's it going for you good old boys down south? Charlton, it's a beautiful day down here. I mean, when you think about the south and you think about the beginning of the College World Series regional, you know, the Carolinas, had five teams going into the weekend, Charlton. Wow. They come out with one. <laughs> so everybody's at a barbecue right now. <laughs> everybody's eating somebody, Big Z. I hope they're not sacrificing people. Back in the day, people used to do that at the Roman Coliseum. You had one way to come out, and that was either alive or not, Big Z. That's the Roman Coliseum, and I'm sure that's how a lot of them Southern coaches get down. A lot going on in the sports universe, and we have... I know a lot of people say don't mix sports with politics, but everybody's like doing it now. I wonder where they get that idea of Big C. I also appreciate how we have tennis going on across the pond over in France. We have them good old boys looking for Lord Stanley's Cup. They're trying to find the one with the vibranium in it, Big C. They, if they find that, they'll be overdosing on it, Big C. We also love baseball. Baseball swinging the bat, and some people are having baseballs thrown at them. And we know the NBA is so fantastic. And I don't think there's going to be a four-game series. I think we're going to have at least Cleveland getting a win, maybe even two. Big C, what's going on in your neck of the woods down south? Well, Charlton, it's amazing. I want to resonate on something we talked about yesterday. The Philadelphia Eagles, uh, the president declined their invitation to the White House. Yes. You know, as a little more in-depth research came up about this scenario, Charlton, <laughs> and he said a small number of players disagreed <laughs> with what yeah. he did. Yeah. Now, I, I know that the, 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 the president thinks small is like four minutes and things like that, and <laughs> paying somebody $130,000 as small. That's a small world. amount of money. <laughs> but but, but yeah. when it came out today that there would be somewhere between four and ten players attend. Think about this. Wow. Four and ten players, Charlton. So this was all about him today. Yeah. That, you know, he, he threw a ceremony at the White House with the military there. Oh, really? Because they couldn't turn him down. Yeah. So they showed up, and he wanted to talk about this is a celebration for the flag. Yeah. Here's a guy 
who took five deferments from VMF. <laughs> and for those who yeah. don't understand what a deferment is, <laughs> Google it. That he ran from the draft <laughs> yeah. to serve his country and his flag on five different occasions. Yeah. Let me simplify it even more, Charlton. He was a draft dodger. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. A draft dodger. He wants to talk about people not respecting the flag. Yeah. He ran from protecting the flag in America. Well, yeah. But also, Charlton, yeah. what he did today was really the president pumped the NFL owners. He sure did. And what he did, we don't care about y'all. Yeah. You know, you gave me your money when I was running for president. Yep. I came out, called your players SODs. Yeah. Told them they should leave the country. And come find out, I thought I was just talking to the black guys. <laughs> the white guys said the same thing to me. Yeah. They didn't want to see me. Yeah. You know, That's he funny. didn't realize how stupid he made him look. Yeah. He thought he was just blasting black players. Yeah. And anybody who's played sports. Yeah. I was having this talk with some people today, Charlton. Is that when I played ball, Charlton, whether it was high school, college, or professional. Yes. Those other gentlemen that had that same color uniform that I had on. Yeah. Were my brothers. Sure were. It, it, it did not make any difference what ethnic or political outlook we had. Nope. When we put that jersey on, Charlton, we had a common cause of fighting for each other and protecting each other's back. That's okay? always true. But yeah. The, the president doesn't understand that. And when you look at professional teams and college teams on television today, Charlton, they all have the same understanding of each other. Yeah. They don't come from the same backgrounds, economically, socially, ethnically, Charlton. No. But when they get together, it's this bond that forms between you. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, everybody who listens to our show that's in a marriage, in a relationship or whatever. Yeah understand that. that that's what sports teams are like they're a relationship yeah and you look at each other you care about each other yeah. you care about each other's families and so when you got some deadbeat in the white house making a statement like that against americans yeah who are not criminals who are not in this country illegally they're not rapists they're not murderers they're not drug dealers but he talks about them in a berating fashion that they're beneath people, Charlton. Yeah. No one will respect that, especially in a sports league. And, and, and I don't see how the owners wanted to appease him no. with his idiotic statements, Charlton. They have enough money to not worry about him. Yeah. He couldn't remove the 5013C status from the NFL. He could not. But I, I think what the players have done is that they've served the owners, is that say, hey, we don't have to go there. And Steph Curry and LeBron James came out today. Could have either the Warriors or the Cavaliers win the NBA title. Yes. Neither team is going to the White House. Wow. Neither team. Wow. So this is resonating more and more, Charlton, that with the president's hoof and mouth disease yeah. that he has, you know, spewing this fecal matter out of his jaws and stuff <laughs> and, and, and thinking that people respect that yeah he needs to understand just like he said yesterday well i can pardon myself please do it <laughs> and, and, and end yeah. all this buffoonery that you got going on please pardon yourself that's so funny. even your party will impeach you that that's so funny i do want to say this segment sponsored by your northern california cadillac dealers home of the all-new cadillac escalade the standard of the world 
And when you go by and test drive yours, tell them Charlton and Big C. We're actually trying to get Big C to wash his Cadillac out here in California, Big C, in the Bay Area. When you go to a gas station and get some gas, you know they ask you if you want a car wash. It's not to be offensive to you, Big C. They're just saying that you want to clean the caddy. That makes any sense, Big C, your thoughts? Well, well, well Charlton, I, I think it's going to be a lot more dirty caddies in California, just yes. like we have back here. I heard something today. Yes. Your governor, I believe his name is Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown. <laughs> he is trying to pass a bill through the state legislature. Now, yeah. I, I don't know how you people in California think. I think it might be something with the raw fish that you guys eat. <laughs> Sushi. Sushi or whatever. Sushi. I think it's foolish. foolish. <laughs> Get some hot grease. Yeah. Some cornmeal. Be bright. It's all right at that point. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, here it is. Your governor, I heard, is trying to pass some legislation. Yes. That if you wash your clothes on a particular day, yeah, you can't take a shower, or vice versa. Now I know we sweat a lot down here in the south, <laughs> yeah. so I'm, I'm kind of thinking that that ocean breeze in California might come in helpful pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, that's that's always true, Big Z. In, in fact, that's a uh, Governor Brown. You know, one time he told me when my daughter was born, we were uh, at a restaurant over in Walnut Creek, California. And he said, man, she's beautiful. So I gave him my vote, and then he passed a gas tax. So how am I going to drive around? <laughs> you know, they say be careful of people that feed you compliments because it's not the compliment that hurts you. It's behind. It's the sucker punch that hurts you, Big Z. So, yeah, thank you for the compliment. But, man, we don't need a gas tax. I mean, it's just an incredible thing. You know, I, I do want to go back to I want to thank all the brethren all over the universe that listen to sports. And I really want to thank some of my media brethren. I worked with all of the networks back in the day. And I've learned something that you don't beat them, join them. Or if you can't shut them down, you copycat. So I do want to give my own two cents. When you said that, that Trump was a Dodger, I said, no, Big C's wrong. I kept Googling. I said, Trump never played for the LA Dodgers. But when I realized, I thought I was about to call Vin Scully and say, did Trump ever play for the Dodgers? And then I kept reading what you were saying. He was a draft dodger, so he played for the draft dodgers. Okay, now I understand. But it's amazing when even some of the military guys, now we love this country, okay? But you don't have to love dumb people. I don't like ignorant people because ignorant people are dangerous, okay? And that's just a fact. You can Google it. Hitler was dangerous. And because nobody opposed him until people were massacred and slaughtered, called the Holocaust, that didn't have to happen. The only way it didn't happen is because people with a decent heart, they became a sycophants to authority. That's the only reason. How do we equate, and I wanna applaud my white brethren. You know, let's just be honest, when I got a start in broadcast, it was a late Tom and Kelly, a broadcaster for the University of Southern California that told, he said, you do a good job, what do you wanna do? And I told him I wanna get in to broadcast. Now he was a white guy, an old white guy at the time, down in Los Angeles. It didn't stop him from offering a door to me because he was white and I was black. He said, you do a good job. And I got on with Fran Morrison and Mike Rudd, who worked with John Madden and the, and the late Pat Summerall in San Francisco for the 49ers and Chargers. Long story short, when I look at Philadelphia right now, the conscious players for the Eagles, there's still about 10 dumb guys that are over there. But the thing that's anathema to this country and have a man stand for the military with them and then fight against freedoms, it's so important to realize there was a time when Governor Wallace had that same vitriol. 
And some good old boys said nothing when he was preaching segregation now and segregation forever. And there were a lot of decent white folks that fought to end Jim Crow. They may have done it behind black folks. Black men started the civil rights movement. Black women started it. When it was done, white women walked through the door, became corporate American CEOs and executives. You can Google that. But Big C, I just want you to draw that parallel. Governor Wallace, no one fought him for a long time because his base was with him. Donald Trump, the intelligent people of the, these SOBs in the NFL, these intelligent people of the SOBs are starting to say, no, we're not SOBs and my mother's not an SOB. They don't want to stand next to that kind of bitch, y'all, Big C, your thoughts. Well, Charlton, he, he didn't realize that the president of those SOBs plays for the Philadelphia Eagles, Malcolm Jenkins. Yep. President of the Players Association. So the president's going to call a president of a, a union an SOB. Yep. And expect for him to come break bread with him. Yeah. No, the only thing he wants to do is break his leg if he can get him out <laughs> on the field. Yeah. That, that, that's all he wants to do. Yeah. So, you know, the thing that this this buffoon doesn't understand is the intelligence of these athletes. Yep. We're talking about people who've gone to college, got a pretty good education, just like he says about himself. Yeah. Who has ventures in life other than just on the field. Yeah. That have foundations that they actually donate money to to help the less fortunate. Not like the guy in the White House. That's true. Who says he's going to write a check and never does. He wrote a check, $130,000. He just... It was a blank. No, was it blank? It couldn't be blank if they cast it, because first well, he said he didn't do it. They're testing <laughs> him if he was if he was blank. Okay, okay. That, that's what they're doing, Jonathan. Yes. But you know, anybody who works more than four minutes, he can't give him money. <laughs> if, you, if you work four minutes, it's overtime. Worth Thirty thousand. That's overtime. Football baby. players work a little longer than that. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So they, they don't qualify for his payment plan. Well, and, and so w w when you look at these players. As far as what they stand for, they stand for integrity. And I think if the White House offered the integrity that the NFL players offer to each other, yeah, that our country would not be in such a bad racial divide, Charlton. You know, but something? when you look at the, the stance that professional athletes have taken, Charlton, yeah, and people saying it's political, yes, it is because they're tired of having people who look like them die for no reason. For no reason. You know, just here in this region that I live in, Charlton, just a couple days ago, the police officers had pulled up on an individual who had warrants on him. The individual takes off running. One officer takes off in a foot race. The other officer jumps in the squad car, runs the man over with the car. He forgot to turn off the dash cam, but he ran the man over with the car. Yeah. In his report, he said that he cut the man off and the man ran into the car. Wow. Dash cam shows him running the man down from behind with the car. I, and I don't always interpret things, you know, when people say stuff. And I, and I guess sometimes I have to believe what my eyes see. Yes. But without the dash cam, that officer's report would have been valid. Yeah. He forgot to turn off his dash cam prior to telling a lie. Not committing perjury, just straight up telling a lie. Yeah. And wrote a report based on that. And up until they saw the dash cam, his report was valid. But this is a citizen that has a warrant out on him. And there's a lot of people that do things wrong in our society. Yeah. 
But when you think just because you have a warrant, it wasn't a warrant that you had harmed somebody else. It was a simple burglary warrant. Is that it gives the police officers the right to run you over with a car. It's just like the Milwaukee Bucks player that we saw last month on t on television. Yeah. That back in January, he was jumped, he was slammed to the ground and tased for double parking in a handicapped space at 2 a.m. in the morning, even though he had apologized yes. and said he was willing to accept the ticket for his wrongdoings. That wasn't adequate for these police. Some of the things, you know, I, I look at Starbucks last week closing stores for sensitivity training. I think we're at a point at a nation that we may need to close, start closing some police officers for sensitivity training. To have an understanding of what society is, Charlton. Yeah. And I know that all society doesn't look and understand what we're saying. No. If you grow up in a place, say, say you're in Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, someplace, somewhere, maybe in Kansas in a few cities, where you don't have black people that live. Yeah. And the only perspective that you get of them is what you see on the news. And how often on the news are they showing positive stories, Charlton? Not a lot. They don't. Not they a lot. don't. And so the objection that you have towards them is what's been portrayed. You always see somebody getting in trouble. Yeah. Arrested or whatever. Or the police, you know, during their incidents and these guys had to do something wrong. And all of a sudden you say, well, the, the police wouldn't be doing this. They don't do it in our town. Right. They didn't do it to my Uncle Billy when they pulled him over. They didn't tase him. You know, they didn't run down my cousin Bob with the car when he was running down the street with some crack, you know, trying to sell it. You know, cousin Jim, who had the opiate addiction, they just took him to the hospital. Yeah. This is what they say. But these same... Uh, common courtesies of humanality we don't get in the minority communities Charlton well, you know, just automatically you do something heinous against them then you try to write a report and hope that a camera wasn't right and see that's why in, in the big C sports show I want to have real talk it's like anything you do in life you got to feel you got to feel it from your gut and I love having real talk. I, re I remember as a young boy spending a lot of time around my grandparents and they didn't have a lot of foolishness. They, they had fun and they told stories and but a lot of it, to just be real, it was about God. It's about talking about God and how to pray and, and trust in God and it's about real business, about how you go out and create work for yourself, how you earn an honest day's work, how you treat your family with respect, respecting your parents but standing up for your neighbors, looking out for your neighbors. I gotta tell this story because I really want to say for the first time in a long time and I've always respected the late great Billy Graham and I'm not a sick offense it's not a sick offense sports show so if you don't want to hear this just change those guys are gonna read you who won the game the A's seven and the Blue Jays five and, and the Reds you know three and the the Indians two you know turn the station but I want to say I'm proud of my white brethren for a change and I mean that without being flippant because I go back to Governor Wallace. Governor Wallace had the hearts and minds of people who were easily influenced. And just because you go to college doesn't mean you're intelligent. It just means you know how to read a book. But when I see my mainstream Caucasian brethren 
who many of them now, because Jim Crow's over and there are no more anti, you know, there's no more miscegenation laws, anti-miscegenation laws on the books. A lot of people have blended families. All life came from the African continent. That was the first blend, the dominant trait and the recessive trait. The dominant trait's dark. The recessive trait is light. The dominant trait can reproduce every hue of plant color on the planet. The recessive trait can't. And the dominant trait is called black. Google it. That's Mendo and Leaky. But I want to say this for my white brethren, the ones who know that discrimination exists because they heard it. Many of them heard it in their households. Whether they're grandparents or their parents, they heard it. But would you believe there's a pushback now from even young mainstream that shouts it down now? And that's what even some of these NFL players are doing it. And I just want to get your idea. You t you opened the, this, the show with that. You talked about being brothers, irrespective of what color you were. And if the Me Too movement can get behind the Black Lives Matter movement, we're going to end sexual discrimination and domestic violence. We're going to end it because we're going to talk about it. And the one thing criminals are afraid of, they're afraid of being caught. Donald Trump, uh, he knows he's a bigot. And he knows he's a bully. But now he's seen that sea change that not everybody's dumb anymore. And even white brethren are no longer dumb to sit by and watch another Wallace, Governor Wallace behavior. And I want to say congratulations to my white brethren for that, Big C, your thoughts. Well, you know, the problem with our presidency, Chuck, is that he doesn't recognize that he's the president. He wants to be the king. That, that he wants a dictatorship, Charles. He wants to be a ruler. He wants that whatever he says, and, and that's why he injects in so many different things other than politics in this country. Yeah. The NFL is not politics, Charles. But when you look at the leagues that he attacks, they're minority-driven, Charlton. When you look at the NFL... Show me the money. You look at the NBA. Majority African-American players, Charlton. Yeah. In both of those leagues. The president has not said one thing about the NHL. They have several black players. But not one thing about the NHL, Charlton, in any of his political rants about sports. Not one about Major League Baseball, Charlton. Not one. And nothing about golf, Charlton. We got one black golfer. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Nothing about golf. Yeah. And and I I know I watch a lot of golf. Yeah. I hack at it periodically. Yeah, you you're a big hack at it, I understand big but, <laughs> but since yeah. we have these tournaments here in the US. Yes. And and I've attended several of them. Yep. I'm yet to hear the national anthem. Really? These are American sporting events. I am yet to hear the national anthem at a PGA event or an LPGA event, Charlton. I haven't heard the national anthem. So, also, when we have the U.S. Open in tennis, we got three black players on the tennis circuit, Charlton. Yeah. On the women's side, Stone, Sloan, uh, Sloan Stevens yep. and the Williams sisters. Yeah. I don't hear the national anthem prior to these matches, Charlton. I, you know, I, I, I may be missing something, but I don't hear the national anthem being played prior to these tennis matches. And I know we got a lot of listeners 
Maybe they heard and I didn't. You know, so yeah. I, I, I'm not exactly sure. Well, you know, you always get that rap music in your ears, Big C. So maybe, maybe you, maybe you should have turned off that little rap thing you got on when they're doing the national anthem, Big C. But Charlton, even in a hockey event, yeah, they're playing the national anthem. The, the players are in the locker room, yeah, because they play two of them. They they play the Canadian national anthem as well as the U.S. national. They're still in the locker room. They're not there standing on the ice, Charlton. Yes. So I, I look at the sports that are being tacked by our media and our politicians, yeah. Charlton. Yeah. They're minority-laden sports. They're only attacking one sector of our society. And people say, well, they got white players on the team. All those other teams do, too. All yeah. those other sports do, too, Charlton. Yeah. But you don't hear anything from the Oval Office calling them SOBs. No. He has not called one professional golfer an SOB. And I beg for anybody to tell me that they've seen him standing for the National Anthem. You know, that's a very good point that you that you bring that up. And, and I know that there's still some private clubs around the country, like the Masters, Condoleezza Rice, she got in as a, a person of color, African-American. And from a political perspective. Political perspective, Charlie. exactly. And when we show, I mean, for dumb people, you can tell them anything. You can tell them the earth is flat. And if you're dumb, you'll actually believe it because you're ignorant, okay? But if you read a little bit, the earth is not flat. Now, why is there no anathema against these golf courses that are on the national airwaves, like the Masters, a tradition like none other? Well, Governor Wallace was welcome at the Masters. Martin Luther King wasn't. Google it. I want to ask for mainstream. And this is what this is a poll I want to pull for the mothership. And I know they listen to a lot of our content. They just don't say they do. But I thought you were on the I said, how did Big C get on the mothership again? Didn't even tell me. You could have told me. But you know, sometimes you don't gotta tell me what you got in your moonshine. That's your own secret recipe, big. So you might be moonshine at nighttime. But they call it moonlighting. Is that what Charlton, they call it? What you Charlton. yeah. You like to live life without disappearing, okay? I understand. You're the wrong secret, and nobody finds you. Again. I understand. But I want to applaud you because you know how we were at a another station, and uh, I want to even thank the producer Steve. Because he pulled us to the site and said, you guys don't need them. You need to do your own show. And I won't go into all the names associated with it. But that came from the producer. He'd been producing 30 years. And he said, you guys don't need them. Need your own show. How do you guys do this? He's 3,000 miles away. You're here on the West Coast. But the, the point I want to make is, he was white. So I'm asking my white brethren, even if you look at someone like John Skipper at ESPN, if you really care about the industry that feeds your bank account is the black athlete and their children. If you care about women, all of us was birthed into this beautiful universe by a woman, not a man. A woman gave birth to all of us. Every living person on the planet came out of the belly of a woman. So why can't we use, we can sell soft drinks that call diabetes. We can sell all kinds of things, Viagra, Levitra, whatever it is, enhancement things. Even Snoop Dogg got a commercial I heard on the mothership. So why can't we take at least two minutes like we do standing for the national anthem? Why can't we tell those guys that also stand for the anthem there's no tolerance for domestic violence? 
there's no tolerance for beating women. Why is it just black men that do that? Because we're saving white girls too. And if you gotta put a white face on it, do that. Because when black men stand up, we try to say, oh, they're anti-American. What, what do they mean want to protect their kids? Why don't they just read the score, shut up and dribble, like Ingram talked about, right? So I, I, I think, I just want to say, I think that's a military slogan. All we need are a few good men. And all we say, I want to say, all we need are a few good men and women. Because I've yet to find the man that condones of his brand new baby girl that he just brought home from the hospital being smacked in the face by another man or choked out or beaten up you know the NFL will give you a job anyway but when black men stand up and say we gotta stop that they get told they called SOBs by this guy in the White House and these same NFL owners you talked about it Big C they're trying to save the NFL owners kids too they got daughters and wives and nieces they do so why would you want to kill the messenger when the messenger says, let's keep women safe and other people of color safe and ma mainstream too, and they only did it because they're black. That's why I wish a guy like Tom Brady had enough character. He has a biracial family too. You can Google it. He grew up in a part of the Bay Area that's very, you know, the Bay Area is pretty diverse, even though people live in their own pockets. But when, when white men start showing the character of Dr. King and Billy Graham, that can make every woman safe. When your daughter goes off to college and she meets some Neanderthal that believes in Trump and that mentality of grabbing her by the vagina because she's drunk. Like the, the guy that, that, that down in Stanford got three months in prison or three months in jail or was it rehab or whatever it was, three months. By a white judge. Google it. So if people stop standing up for wrong and do what Dr. King says, stand up for what's right, see, we could end domestic abuse. No man wants to get a call from his daughter that some guy's whipping up on her. Yeah, call 911. But can't the mothership do that? If they want to copy something, copy that. Big C, your thoughts? Well, Charlton, they, they, they will not and they cannot do it. Why not? You have to understand this. You have to look at the number of people that they have fired for mis sexual misconduct on, on their network. That they've covered it up with payoffs. Just like with Bill O'Reilly, just like with Matt Lauer, the mothership has been a haven for these things to occur, Charlton. There's a lot of people that are no longer on the network because of these allegations and payoffs. So you're not going to come out and talk about what you've been in an environment, a, a very toxic environment of, Charlton. And, and so that's what keeps them from talking about it. Their house is dirty. You know, they, need, they haven't brought in a maid. So for them to go out and be anti those things, Charlton, they have to do a special about themselves. When you think about all these specials that they do on various sports figures yeah. and events that have occurred, they would have to do a special on the toxic environment that they've, you know, let fester at that university. So... When you're the worldwide leader in, in what you do, also allowing to ha those sexual misconducts to happen in your facility, Charlton, yeah. you can't go and speak negatively of others. You, you tread on it real lightly when you talk about, you see these alleged incidents and you let it go away, Charlton, yeah. against an athlete. If you ever watch them, Charlton, they have never written a story real hard about an athlete's sexual misconduct. Larry Nasser, 
was as probably deep as they ever went. Yeah. But it was so big that it was just news even beyond sports talking. So they covered it more as a news story. The swimmer at Stanford that just spoke about Jonathan, they were very light on his story. Yeah. Okay. They didn't make it a feature out of it. They, they, they stayed away. But look how they don't deal with Larry Nasser any longer, Jonathan. Even though they're still at Michigan State, others that are coming under fire. Yeah. It, it's a it's a short story whenever they talk about it. a few lines, they get away from it, Jonathan. But when you've had that much heinous action in your own house, Jonathan, you don't talk about it as network features because those who you've terminated may turn on you. That's a good point. And so you stay quiet about it. Well, I think I think that's a very good point. But I after I, I just want to come back and I want to ask this question because it's on my mind. And, and I know people want to know who won the game, so Google that. But I do want to say that sports is a billion-dollar industry. And boys and girls sports is the foundation of this billion-dollar industry. And for every athletic and sporting event, you need athletic and event insurance. We work with Ben and Mark. They've been around half a century. They work with Big C Sports, whether you're a pro team, a collegiate team, a high school team, or your mom and pop soccer league. When you reach out to them, let them know Big C Center at 800-772-8624. That's 800-772-8624. I want to ask you, you know, because it's real. And I, and again, we talked about Dwight Clark and his passing yesterday for the 49ers. One of the great, I guess you could say, the prodigal children of that Bill Walsh dynasty that they built. And again, our thoughts and prayers, I know we talked about it yesterday at the end of the show, but our thoughts and prayers are with his family and the whole 49er organization. But I, I got to get this from you because I love I love the sports business. It's one of the most real things in the world. Where else can you go into corporate America and have 20,000 people screaming for you or against you? Where can you go into any corporation and have 100,000 fans screaming because you scored a touchdown or because you made a tackle. Well, that happens down there in your neck of the woods in the South where you guys pay off the officials. So obviously, you get a lot of people cheering for those certain teams. Everybody gets a free barbecue after the game, okay? okay. We don't consider it pay. We figure that that is just nutrition that they need after a hard day's work. Okay. It's amazing how you get people to commit to your university when you're dunking them in the water. They don't say how long you keep them under the water before they sign that letter of intent, but you can read between the lines for that. But I'm, I'm just proud... Because, again, I told you here in California, I'm around the, the AAU Sports League. I was involved with the YMCA as a young boy, and it was coaches that shaped me to do the right thing, even though it might be hard. And they trained us, you know, not to hurt people. I'm not saying that every organization is good or bad. It is what it is. It's the people that make it good or bad. But I want to get your thoughts, because you told me when we started doing Big C Sports, let's just be real talk, like we're in a... We're in a in a barber shop, getting a haircut. You hear guys talk about everything, especially the black barber shops. You can watch Come and Do America for that. But that movie by Jerry Maguire, Cooper Gooden Jr., and Lee Steinberg called Show Me the Money. In the NFL, the black athlete has shown them the money. It's made it a billion dollar industry, nine billion dollars, Goodell thinking 27 billion in the next 10 years. That's because of the invention and the inclusion of the African-American athlete. So I want to get your thoughts. The stations that are doing now what we've been doing for three years, Big C, what's made them change? We've been consistent. You can Google it. I'm not saying we're better or worse, 
but you want the truth? If you can't handle the truth, don't listen to Big C Sports, Big C, your thoughts. Well, I've always thought about it this way, Charlton. If you didn't want the truth, don't listen. Amen. Period. Don't yeah. ask the question. Yeah. If you didn't want the truth, walk around with your mouth closed, put your hands over your ears. Yeah. But what, what I look at, Charlton, where we've gone to in, in the sports world and, and opening up new doors, new doors, and we're respected by the other talking heads in the industry. Yeah. Because they plagiarize what we do all the time. All the time. You know, they don't acknowledge us, but we hear what we say. And even our listeners, if you're channel surfing, you, you will hear what we say also after we've said it. All those lines. We're not afraid by it, Charlton. We, we, we're not trying to sugarcoat it. We're honest. Athletes know what honesty is when they listen to what we're saying, Charlton. Yeah. You know, it, it's just like we opened the show talking about the White House and how the president punked the NFL owners <laughs> after he had been punked by the players. Yeah. Okay, he said, I'm yeah. not going to be the one punked. He said, I punked the owners. Yeah. So he did it. Yeah. And, and they're sitting around now saying, damn, you know, we succumbed <laughs> to what he said. Yeah. And then he turned around and twisted on us. <laughs> yeah. And the one thing that I hope comes from this, Charlton, yes. more than anything, is that the solidarity that the players showed in not showing up at the White House today, Charlton, is that I hope that they show this solidarity again on the opening Sunday of the NFL season. I agree. Is that all the players stand in arms. Take a stance. Either you stay in the locker room or you come on the field and you don't salute the flag. Not saluting the flag, Charlton, does not mean anti-American. Understand what I'm saying. It is American. But do not walk away from your stance. Stand with your First Amendment rights to speak as you choose. Yeah. To also have peaceful protests, which this is not a protest. And I hate that our sick offenses in the media that are supposed to be like us are not like us. Is that here it is, you make a living off of a sport and you tell them a lie on those athletes, saying that they're protesting. They're not protesting. They are there taking a stance against injustice in America. And you're too weak to even say that, to even acknowledge that even the black broadcasters yeah. are too weak and sissy-like to, to tell the truth. If, if you walk up and somebody slaps you in the face, are you gonna say they slapped in the face? Are you gonna say, well, we have a misunderstanding? Okay, they slap you in the face. You know what that is physically. Yeah. It's just like when you've looked on television and you see a young minority kid, middle-aged minority man, lose his life for doing nothing. Was he disrespecting the flag? Ask yourself that simple but question. You know that's... Was he disrespecting the flag when he lost his life in his grandmother's backyard on the cell phone? Was he disrespecting the flag when he went to the store, got a, a iced tea and some candy going back to his dad's house? Was he disrespecting the flag, walking back to his car and get shot? Was he disrespecting the flag, walking across a bridge and it's on camera, nobody realizes on camera, he gets shot 16 times, wasn't charging anybody. But so these are the things you have to look at. And what I'm the most ashamed of 
is that the African-American broadcasters, I understand you have a job. Most of you have a family. And you want to make sure that all your bills are paid and your family supported. But if you have to earn a living telling a lie, you're half a man. You know, be honest with yourself. That that is so true. I I remember, and sometimes people, you know, my heart bleeds for women who are going through sexual assault right now. Every twenty seconds, a woman's sexually assaulted in the United States of America. So I want to I want to ask every man that loves sports, and we want to fill the stadiums, and we want to cheer for our team, we want to buy the jerseys, we want to get our autograph signed. I appreciate that. But for all the men, and I mean this mainstream. African American don't matter. Any man, I want to get every man to just do this if it appoints to you. If you can really sit by and have your daughter make a phone call to you and say, "Dad, this man's hurting me," or "Dad, this man's grabbing me by my vagina," and saying this locker room talk, and when I threaten to tell, he says he's going to sue me. I want the father that says, "Oh, baby, you're lying." To hold your hand up, just hold your hand up, so you know who you are. Because a lot of men don't know who they are. And Bixie Sports is not about telling you the score. We'll tell you some of that too, but you can Google that. It's really for speaking out for people who don't have a voice. Just because you have a job doesn't mean you have a voice. Sometimes you're talking head. But for the men that condone Trump, you also condone that boy. College or mainstream that grabs your daughter by the vagina, and you don't want to hear it because you want to know the score of the game. Hey, honey, well, hold on, the, the game's on. But dad, this guy's hurting me. But 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 baby, hold on, I'm watching the game. Can I? Can you tell me when the game's over? But dad, this guy's choking me out. But baby, I'm watching the game. Our owner, your kicker's beating me. I've called the police 20 times. Yeah, but you know he still has to play in the Pro Bowl, so let's keep it a secret. I'm talking about the Mara family, New York Giants. There's not some good old boy back in the woods. So when black men have done this, it keeps women safe. Now mainstreams fall when black men have started, just like the civil rights was started by black men. Because we were tired of having our mothers beaten up, our brothers murdered and shot. In the land of the free, a home of the brave, serving this country. But no one says that it's for dumb people. Dumb people will forever happen. I don't mean that familiarly. There's a lot of people who could stop it if they would just bring attention to it. I'm proud of that. I, I think I want to just touch on real quick Steph Curry and LeBron James. The reason I'm proud of those two men, they're both African-American. They're both worth hundreds of millions of dollars, maybe even billions. But imagine if Tom Brady could be like those guys. Imagine if he had one faith of the grain of a mustard seed of their faith that doing the right thing would be rewarded because the NFL has built him up on a pedestal. I don't respect men who give a lot and do little with it. That's even biblical. But what if Tom Brady, is, as afraid as he is, could stand behind LeBron James or Steph Curry and stand in that shadow? And the reason I say he needs to do that is because white men are not called SOBs when they stand up for the ending of brutality against men and women. We just need a few brave mainstream men who've been built up by the league to stand behind these beautiful black men who are not afraid to say, let's do the right thing. What guy would fire someone for doing the right thing? So how can we reach out to more mainstream 
to not turn their back on the behavior that Governor Wallace exhibited and that Trump's exhibited, Big C. That has to make sense. You don't have to be a whole man. Just half a man will do, Big C, your thoughts. Well, Charlton, if you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, a team that beat them, you have an owner that took a stance with his players today, Jeffrey Laurie, Charlton. I'm so proud of him. Took a stance backing his players. I'm so proud of him. Said his players are the reason why he's in the position that he is as an NFL owner to be the Super Bowl champion. He stood in solidarity, Charlton, at the National Anthem with his players last season on the sideline. I'm proud of him. He didn't back away. He has not hidden his stance. But look at this, Charlton. When was the last time you ever went to a high school game and the National Anthem was played while the players were on the field? They're not. They're in the locker room. Look at a college football game on television, Jane, Charlton. The band is on the field. The players are in the locker room. They are never on the field at the same time. The players and the band are never on the field at the same time in college football. Yes. College basketball. We don't see players on the court if there's a national anthem. They're in the locker room, Charlton. Yeah. They come out for warm-ups, come out and play the game. So why is it that it's so important for the NFL to do this, Charlton? I don't understand. To, to, to make a mockery of these grown men making adult decisions. You know, like I, I said before, every person who has listened to any sports program, if you're in the urinal at a stadium, the National Anthem starts playing. You're standing. <laughs> you're yeah. Tell me. Yeah. Does the guy, if you did, the guy on the side of you may not appreciate it. Okay? Yeah. yeah. So you have to understand. Do you yeah. look at the urinal? Do you turn away from the urinal? Okay? So you, you have to ask me to answer that question. And even the ladies yeah. who are in the restroom. Do you stand and salute? Do you stop whatever's going on? Do you stand? <laughs> so they, I guarantee you, Charlton, I don't, I'm not good with numbers, but I'm going to guarantee you this. During the National Anthem, at any NFL stadium, there are more Caucasian men standing at the urinal than there ever been athletes taking knee on the sideline. Yeah, that's, that's probably a very... No one yeah. is blasting them. No. And, and no one is saying that they're being disrespectful, that it's time for the flag to play, but they're taking care of their own personal needs. You know? They're being selfish. You know, I, I, I love what you're saying, Big C. And, and primarily, as I see all over the, the, the sports universe, it seems like everybody's having some social consciousness behind them. All it means is do the right thing for the next generation. I know sometimes it's hard. I had, I've had good well, and bad life. Thing, yeah, yeah. You know, you spoke a lot that you've worked in the production trucks. Yeah. How many times do they stop working in the production truck during the national anthem? Uh, they don't. They're running numbers. How many times do they get up off those switches and keyboards and all of that to say, hey, we'll have time to run this. Oh, there's one thing that's standing on the players, isn't it? Yep. They call cameramen. I remember. And the average NFL game has about 20, 26 cameras during the game. Yes. So while they're turning the cameras around, highlighting players and fans in the stands, are they saluting the flag? I, I, like, I'm, I'm not very smart, y'all. <laughs> things keep coming to me. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm trying to understand, how is it? 
that the player is the only one not saluting the flag, but the other people who are working that are not saluting the flag, it's acceptable. Yeah. Explain that to me. That's a very good point, BC. And I, you know, I've had friends, black and white, Hispanic, Native American, men and women. I just want to do the right thing for the next generation. And I hope that people with the with the access to the airwaves just get the dumb people off the airwaves. I'm not saying we're the smartest in the world, but we say Google everything. We say don't trust what I say unless you can Google it. I think Ronald Reagan said trust but verify. I want to get young people to do that. I want to I want to turn on something real quick. I know that we have this NHL, and we talk about Lord Stanley's Cup and how. We said that Washington would most likely win Lord Stanley's Cup, and they're going to be searching for the vibranium. They're not going to find it. Okay, they want to drink it, but they're not going to find it. But I want to get your thoughts on this. The NHL, and you see what Washington is doing. Washington is a very political town. I mean, nothing happens in D.C. that doesn't affect everywhere in the country. Now, whether the hockey players, if they win it, if they go the White House. This is not about anti-president. We love the presidency of the United States. You don't have to love who's in it. Woodrow Wilson, his favorite movie was Birth of a Nation about lynching black Americans. That was anathema in the land of the free home of the brave. Some good old boys still cheered him. We don't have to cheer bad behavior. The NFL can stand for never fight ladies. It can stand for whatever we want it to stand for, but we want people to do something, stand up for people who can't stand up for themselves. Big C, I want to ask you your thoughts. NHL, it looks like Washington is pulling away. You know how you go to marry somebody and she don't show up at the altar, so you say you canceled the wedding. That's what Trump did to the Philadelphia Eagles. Are, are they canceling celebrations in Las Vegas? Because it looks like the Capitals, you know, when you're up three games to one, this teams are 32-1. and one in between Lord Stanley's Cup, big to your thoughts. Well, Charlton, this is a season of destiny for the, the Washington Capitals. You know, they, they have some of the greatest players that, that have played in the past decade in the NHL, and they had an opportunity, Charlton, to finally get to the Stanley Cup Finals. And Ovechkin is not going to let this team down. He's not going to let any of his teammates fall asleep during this run, Charlton. They, they went back to Washington. They took care of business, Charlton. They played dominant hockey. You know, six to two in a Stanley Cup game, Charlton. Yeah. It's it just you're playing. Yeah. And and when you look at what the Goldie has done, Charlton, he has just been phenomenal. You know, he, he traded goals with the with the um, Golden Knights in Game One, Charlton. Yeah. But he's been a stonewall since then. And you know, the Capitals got up early. They scored a couple early goals. And it was almost like watching the, the, the Golden State-Cleveland game in basketball. Yeah. You can see this shell shot go across and say, you know, guys, we're in trouble. Yeah. You know, they, they got all the momentum, momentum that's going on right now. And so th this is what I'm looking at with the Capitals, Charlton, is that your teams become destiny teams. Yeah. You, you look at where the Golden Knights were, Charlton. They weren't in existence a year ago. They started off great. You know, with all the tragedy that went along in Vegas. Horrible. You know, they had all the momentum to go along with that, Charlton. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, they had to face a team that really wanted it. And when you think about Brandon Holtby, you know, defending goal for them. You know, this is a guy who the first couple of games of the Stanley Cup playoffs this year 
was on the bench. Then all of a sudden, you know, a streak of brilliance came across him. They made it to the finals, Charlton. I'm looking at him as being the MVP of the finals. He's amazing. You got all the big names, but without this goal and hoping, they wouldn't be at a 3-1 three, three advantage over the Golden Knights. Yeah. I tell you what, there's something about the game. And the sad thing about the NHL is I know NFL's number one in ratings, but there's something about the NBA in the playoffs. There's nothing like it. And it's competing with it, and you just can't compete with it. It's almost like having a pit bull compete against a lion. And lions is, is, is gifted by nature to be more dominant. And so with the NHL and, of course, trying to, to win over the fans and not having a team from Canada, as we sing old Canada so much, you know, it's just amazing how they're such great athletes. And people can see the NHL game up close and see grown men skating on ice, not using ice for the moonshine that you guys good old down. You guys shave ice. You guys shave ice and they skate on ice, Big C. Do you see the correlation, Big C, your thoughts? <laughs> Well, they, they shave a lot of ice with those little uh, skate chopping that they have yeah. on. And if you got your cup at the right angle, you, you can scoop it. It's like a moonshine snow cone. Yep, a moonshine snow cone. But, you know, I, I think the luck has run out on the Vegas. I mean, it's been a great run for having an expansion franchise, Charlton. Yeah. To get to the finals in your league. But, you know, here's a team, the Washington Capitals, has been around a long, long time. They, they finally got an opportunity since 2001, I believe it was, or 2011, to be back in the Stanley Cup. 2001 to be in the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And just simply played phenomenal hockey, Charlton, throughout. Led by Ovechkin. You know, they, they have solid leadership from the veteran positions, Charlton. Yes. And so you know not to take these moments lightly. You know, so many people, when they play in a professional championship series or game, they keep thinking, well, I'll be back if I don't win this time. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. Oh, Charlton. <laughs> Look yeah. around yeah. at the number of one and dones of professional athletes in all sports. The NBA, Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NHL. Guys who are all-time greats. Yes who are in Hall of Fame did, did not get a chance to make it back, Charlton. No. So you can't take these situations lightly. Regardless of whether you're a rookie, five-year veteran, ten-year veteran, Charlton, you normally only get one shot. Yeah. And sometimes you don't get that. I but think when I look at the Hall of Fames in all the leagues, Charlton, yeah. of guys who never made it, you know, we, we, we talked about NFL Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yes. And quarterbacks that should be in there and should not be in there. You know, you look at an NFL quarterback like Joe Namath. Everybody resonates with Joe Namath on how great a quarterback he was. Broadway Joe. And he predicted the, the biggest upset in NFL history. Yeah. Wasn't upset. He said, we're going to win, I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think all the players on both teams said that. Same thing. I guarantee you we're going to win. Yeah. But Joe Namath won that game. Let me give you a little tidbit about Joe Namath. Yes. He made it to the Hall of Fame after that, Charleston. One thing people don't know about Joe Namath, the rest of his entire NFL career, he never beat a team with an above 500 record. The last team Joe Namath beat 
with an above 500 record were the Baltimore Colts in Super Bowl three. That's he incredible. also had more interceptions than he had touchdowns. And he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. On making one statement, not being a great court player, but making a statement and being of the right complexion. Yeah. Go back and look at Jim Plunkett. Jim Plunkett beat teams with a better than 500 record. Matter of fact, he made it back to a second Super Bowl. And won it. So I, I can guarantee you that three teams he beat <laughs> in that second, bowl, second yeah. Super Bowl season, Jonathan, yes. had playoff records. They were playoff teams. <laughs> yeah. One was a Super Bowl opponent. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Jim Plunkett threw more touchdowns and interceptions in his NFL career. Yes. Won two Super Bowls. And it's not in the Hall of Fame. Neither is Tom Flores, and that's a that's a shame. And we know, you know, as we as we come to this uh, conclusion of today's sports show, and I do say, tell it from the mouth of the top that Big C Sports is the number one sports show in the universe, and just Google all the stories that are being told radio and TV. We were the first ones doing it. Uh, it's a sad dog that won't wag his own tail. But I want to just mention too, Bryce Harper. You know, the Washington Nationals at the Washington Capitals game four at home versus Las Vegas. Did he forget what, what city he was in? Because I think he was wearing the the Golden Knights jersey, or was it my mind? Was I was it was it my mind or was it was he doing it, Big C? Your thoughts? Well, you know, Bryce, I think he understood what city he was in. But yeah. he's from Las Vegas. Yeah. He grew up in Las Vegas. Yeah. He makes his living in DC. Yep. And think you you think he might want to do a little home cooking. <laughs> yeah. But also, Charlton, in his actions, I think he was also letting the Nationals know that I'm not here next year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rolling the dice in free agency. Yeah. And, you know, even though gambling will be free across the country everywhere. Yeah. But he was going back to his Las Vegas roots saying, I'm rolling the dice. I'm out of here. Yes. I think, you know, it, it was a... The fans took that in different ways, you know. Yeah. That, you know, you lose kind of respect for a player who's playing hardball and wants to get to free agency. Then you come rub it in their nose. Those same fans that go to those hockey games start to go to those baseball games. Yeah. I think he might get a warm welcome him next time he's at that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I tell you what, it's, it's all fair and love and war. They had a guy at the San Francisco Giants. It was a fan at the San Francisco Giants baseball game. They were playing uh, Arizona, and this fan had a, an Arizona a jersey, then he had a, a Giants jersey. He kept rotating the jersey, Big C. I guess he was, whatever team was winning, that's the team that he went for. But I just think, you know, that's I love the sports business. I just love real talk. You ever go on a date with somebody and they go, so how do you think the weather is? Well, how do you think the weather is storming outside? And they don't really say, like the the Aaron Hall, like I love I love you. You know how you have that deep baritone voice. Tell people what you want. Say what you want. Is it a is it a red light? Is it a yellow light? Is it a green light? T say say what you want. And I'm and I'm proud for some of the sports shows. Like I said, I thought you were on the mothership this morning because I heard somebody having real conversation like the grandparents did back in the day. They tell you things that keep your kids safe. And I want to keep all kids safe. And I hope that the adults in our society will use your sports platform not to shut up and dribble, but to say things that are real. 
because if it's real, then people appreciate it. The College World Series happening, best of three, Washington versus Florida State. We wish you the best. In the men's bracket, they're also swinging the bat all over the country. Major League Baseball is swinging the stick. Across the pond, the French Open's going on. And we love sports. We love bringing it to you. But it's, it's not if it's not real from the heart, Big C, it's almost like cheating yourself. Big C, back in the day, there was a man by the name of Drew Bundini Brown. He was known as Muhammad Ali's right-hand man. He would always tell Ali, with all you got to use, how can you lose Rumble, Young Men and Rumble, Big C? What are you looking forward to in the sports universe? We're talking a very interesting decision that has to be made here soon in professional sports. The University of Oklahoma last football season had two starting quarterbacks. They became the first two starting quarterbacks on the same team in the same season to be drafted in the first round. Baker Mayfield was drafted by the Cleveland Browns number one overall. Yeah, yeah. Kyler Murray, who started the game when Baker Mayfield was suspended, was drafted number nine overall by the Oakland A's yesterday. He has a tough decision to make. Do I play baseball or do I play college football? The Oakland A's are slotted to pay this young man $4.7 million, Dalton, as a signing bonus based on where he was drafted at. This is the first time in college football history they have two quarterbacks going in the first round. They may even have a third, another third player, Charlton, going the first round with Trey Young when the NBA draft comes next week. Wow, Big Z. I tell you, I think in the words of the great Jerry Maguire, Tom Cruise, show me the money. And speaking of money, every Monday through Friday at 5 and 6 p.m. worldwide, follow Big C Sports on the Big C Sports Network on the number one network in the United States of America and Big C Sports has been voted the number one sports show in the universe, according to Big C and them good old boys down south. As we always tell you, there's never, ever any excuse for domestic violence. If you know any man or woman going through that garbage, please just call 911 because no man or woman should ever have to go through that garbage on their own. And as we always tell you, on every Big C sports show, we thank you, we appreciate you, and we hope that you have a super fantastic day. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 
That's joinmidi.com.